The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. You can pick examples from other parts of the world, Norway, New Zealand, where you've had incidences where somebody has gone on a gun rampage and killed dozens of people, even children. But nowhere does it happen as often and as regularly as the United States of America, where guns are such a part of the culture and the use of them illegally happens so often. So we have yet another mass murder in a school And this time, 19 children and two teachers killed in an elementary school in Texas. An elementary school a bit bit like our primary school. This is like a fourth class and having loads of children murdered in it. Before we talk to Mary McKeown and Cal Thomas, let's hear some of the political reaction. First, let's hear President Joe Biden. I had hoped when I became president I would not have to do this again. Another massacre, beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders. And how many scores of little children who witnessed what happened see their friends die as if they're on a battlefield, for God's sake? There's a lot we don't know yet. There's a lot we do know. The parents who will never see their child again, never have them jump in bed and cuddle with them. Parents will never be the same. To lose a child is like having a piece of your soul ripped away. There's a hollowness in your chest. You feel like you're being sucked into it and never going to be able to get out suffocating. It's never quite the same. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? Some of Joe Biden, who in different circumstances knows what he's talking about when it comes to loss of that kind by a parent. Let's hear, by contrast, the Texas Senator Ted Cruz and his solution. We know from past experience that the most effective tool for keeping kids safe uh, is armed law enforcement on the campus. You know, inevitably, when there's a murder of this kind, uh, you see politicians try to politicize it. Uh, You see Democrats and a lot of folks in the media whose immediate solution is to try to restrict rights of law-abiding citizens. That doesn't work. Politicians trying to politicise it. He apparently as well, um, Carl Thomas, believes that teachers should be armed, that the best way to deal with the threat of gun violence is to have teachers pulling out weapons and shooting at people. Really? You asking me first, Matt? Yes, Carl. Uh, no, I don't agree with that. I think that uh, that is a bad option. But I think the real question in this, uh, Matt, is could this have been prevented? The shooter, identified by authorities as 18-year-old Salvador Romas, had posted uh, things on Instagram, including pictures of these AR-15s, which it may surprise you. Uh, I would like to see uh, not 
be available to the uh, civilians in this country. I, I, these are weapons of war. They have absolutely no place in our country. But he, he also uh, texted this woman on Instagram in Los Angeles, who he had never met, uh, indicating what he was about to do. Now, I went on the website of the school district in uh, Uvalde, Texas, which is about 80 miles west of San Antonio, and they have all of these what they call proponents in place, including four officers, including two within the school district. They have modern detectors, alarm systems, perimeter fencing, buzz-in systems, security cameras, a locked door, classroom door policy. Something went wrong here, because if these were in place, this guy, Romas, could not have gotten into the school. So I think investigators are going to want to know, first off, what failed in all of these protective elements that the school district supposedly had in place. Carl, can I suggest to you that what failed is America has failed because of its reluctance to give up its guns. I mean, you went through a list of things there that you said as protections for a school The idea that any school in this country would need anything from that long list to protect its pupils and its teachers from somebody coming in with a gun is just unbelievable. What other other country would need those sort of protections? Well, look, if you seize, first of all, you're not going to be able to seize all the guns. And only the people uh, who are determined to break the laws are going to break the laws. We've discussed this before on the program. Name me a law that a lawbreaker will abide by, and I might go along with it. There are more, uh, you know, the Hollywood set especially. I turned on television last night on CBS, and the first thing I saw was people shooting each other. Violence is glorified in the American media by people who claim they want more gun control and fewer situations like this. So the American entertainment media contribute to a lot of this, not only in their movies, but in their their games and computer games. And uh, they're they're contributing to this as well, but you never hear them take any responsibility. Carl, I don't think anyone is putting up movies or TV shows or video games in which 8, 9 and 10-year-old children have been gunned down. No, but it gives a legitimacy to shooting other people. All human life is valuable, whether it's a child, a middle-aged person, or an older person. It says uh, subtly and subliminally that life is really not worth anything, and you can just shoot people at random uh, and, and not have to worry about it. I think this is a continuing problem in the country that the availability of guns uh, doesn't have as much to do with as some of this other stuff. Marion McKeown, it's the availability of guns isn't the real issue, isn't the real problem? What do you think? No, um, I, you know, I agree with Cal when he says um, about assault weapons. If you look at all of these mass shooting in America, virtually all of them have a common denominator, and that is assault weapons, weapons of war. There is no other country in the world, I would venture, where an 18-year-old boy, to celebrate his 18th birthday, presumably a teenager, can go into a gun store and spend $5,000 on 375 rounds of ammunition and two weapons of war, two military-style semi-automatic weapons. Uh, There is no other country where that is the norm. And, you know, Cal, it's one thing um, to see... 
guns uh, on TV. And yes, I agree to gun violence is glamorized. But you have to be able to get a physical gun. You can't kill people by watching a movie and wishing you could or fantasizing about it. You have to be able to buy a gun. And there is no place in America where it's easier to buy a gun than in Texas. And the problem with Texas is you have a governor there, Greg Abbott, who, you know, going up to last year, 2021, uh, Greg Abbott introduced seven new, signed off on seven new different pieces of legislation that made it easier for everyone in Texas to get guns and to keep guns. And he boasted on Twitter that the new laws he had signed meant that anyone in Texas could basically carry a gun anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Um, the only qualifications have to be that you have to be um, over 18 to get a semi automatic weapon and assault weapon and you have to be over 21 to get a handgun you can carry them concealed you can carry them unconcealed you can carry them in public places there are no background checks there are no licenses required there's no training no safety training nothing and the nra boasted last year i was at a private meeting at the nra and um, where they said they boasted about how they managed to get uh, Abbott to sign 10 pro-Second Amendment bills, as they called it, in a row, basically saying he was theirs. He was their stooge. And incidentally, they also said the same about the Supreme Court. They said, we now have the court that we want. And there is a case, which is a, a, a judgment that's going to be made in the Supreme Court very soon. Um, it relates to a case in New York. And um, if the judges decide that concealed, that, that weapons cannot only be held in the home um, for personal safety, that they can be also taken into public places. It means that basically another 80 million people will be put at risk. And it would also mean that pl places like the subway and, and stadiums in New York could have people bringing guns into them freely. And it looks like the, the Supreme Court judges are going to make that decision very, very soon. Look, America, there are 390 million guns in America. Well over half of these are military-style weapons. So I think, you know, Cal is right there is a gun culture in America, Matt. I have seen it time and time again. You may as well tell an American you're taking away their car as taking away their gun. It, it, it's well, unthinkable to them. Okay. And, um, so there, I think that also... the assault weapons is where you have to start. Bill Clinton did ban all assault weapons. George W. Bush, when he became president, undid that ban. Carl. Well, there's also a, a moral component in this. Uh, this has been a rather recent development. When I was in school, my parents sent me off with a lunchbox or a, a sandwich and a brown bag or money for uh, the cafeteria to eat at the school. Uh, they expected me to be able to be safe there. Uh, even there were, there were restrictions on the playground of what you could do, and you could get penalized for running in the hall. That was about uh, uh, the extent of, uh, of any potential damage. But all of a sudden, in the last 20, 30 years, this kind of stuff has been unleashed on the country. I think that there is a strong moral component in this, and it, it you know, I don't want to get into preaching a sermon here, but there is something that is snapped in this country about the value of human life, the integrity of other people, and it, it's not, it doesn't go just to shooting. It goes to disrespect for women. It goes to inequality on a lot of levels. Something is serious, seriously broken in America that passing more laws is not going to fix. Well, quite a few listeners are pointing out to you, Cal, that we watch the same movies and television here in Ireland. We play the same video games and we don't end up having uh, people right. going into our schools to kill children right. as a result of it. Other people saying, and more than one person saying, it's madness that as an 18-year-old in the United States, you can buy a gun, but you have to be 21 before you're allowed to drink alcohol. 
Right. Well, a lot of these a lot of these people have mental issues, as we saw in previous shootings. And so you and I could watch one of these films or something on television or even play a video game and not go out and act out what we have just seen, because presumably we don't have a mental illness and we respect other people and respect life. But people with mental illnesses feed on this kind of stuff and it becomes a uh, uh, an invitation for them to go out and mimic what they've seen. I'm not saying that censoring films is going to solve this problem. I'm just saying it is a contributing factor to it if you have a mental illness. Well, I'm sure a lot of people, advocates for mental illness, will point out that there's an awful lot of people with mental illness in many parts of the world who don't go out and shoot people as a result of it and don't have access to guns. So, well, anyway, look, well, I, I sure. want to... I want, I want to play more audio. I want to play a bit of Senator Chris Murphy from Connecticut where the Sandy Hook massacre took place and his reaction that he gave last night on the Senate floor. There have been more mass shootings than days in the year. Our kids are living in fear every single time they set foot in a classroom because they think they're going to be next. What are we doing? This isn't inevitable. These kids weren't unlucky This only happens in this country and nowhere else. Nowhere else do little kids go to school thinking that they might be shot that day. Nowhere else do parents have to talk to their kids, as I have had to do, about why they got locked into a bathroom and told to be quiet for five minutes just in case a bad man entered that building. Nowhere else does that happen except here in the United States of America. And it is a choice. It is our choice. To let it continue. Marion McKeown, I'm going to go back to you because there are those who deny that Sandy Hook massacre ever took place, which is so offensive to the children that died and to the parents and siblings who were left behind. Uh, But we now have this culture in the United States of America where children are trained to hide underneath their desks as if that would actually save them from any bullets. Well, you see, th- this is the, the the frustrating, and you can hear the frustration in Chris Murphy's voice, and I've spoken to him directly about this matter a number of times because, as you said, he was the senator uh, for the Sandy Hook. That was his constituency. And, you know, anybody who saw that, the six- and seven-year-olds, 20 of them, but in, in this situation in Uvalde, you know, these kids, again, nine- and ten-year-olds, they were locked in that classroom with this shooter, it seems, for about 30 minutes, and every it seems seems like every one of them was killed. I mean, the terror and the horror of their final moments, you, it, it doesn't even bear thinking about telling children to get under a desk or whatever. It just doesn't make sense. There, and also, you know, just in response to something that you said earlier, Cal, there are about, I think, what, 90,000 elementary schools in America. Most of these schools don't have the resources to have armed people in their schools. They shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to have teachers carrying guns. Somebody who's going into school to teach a five and six year old that they learn how to use Schools shouldn't be like high security prisons. Exactly. That the children go into what seems like a sense of of that they're going into a prison. And you know, there are so many American high schools where you have to go through metal detectors. You have armed guys patrolling the the grounds. But in any case, that doesn't work. We saw in the Parkland shooting, the security guard ran away. We saw in Buffalo just last week where the security guard in the supermarket heroically tried to take on 
on the shooter, but he shot him dead. And the truth is that if you are being attacked by somebody with a, an assault weapon, a semi-automatic weapon, and you have a handgun, it's not a fair fight. And all of these people tend to wear body armor as well, all these mass shooters, because they have these fantasies about being Rambo-like characters. And Cal, it's not about mental illness. I think as, as Matt said, yes, a lot of these people are, are troubled people and angry people, but there are so many people who struggle with mental illness day in, day out, who would never take up a gun. Right. The fact is that, as I said, in Bill Clinton in the early 90s, banned assault okay. weapons in America. George W. Bush, one of the first things he did when he became president was to get rid of that ban. We need to re-ban assault weapons in America, all okay. assault weapons. Carl? Oh, well, Marion, I'm glad you uh, talked about hiding under desks doesn't do any good. You remember uh, the government told us we should do that in case of a nuclear attack in the 1950s. The senator is wrong when he said there are th as many of these attacks as there are days in the year. That would be 365. That's just over the top. So tell me what laws we could pass that are constitutional that would prevent this kind of thing from happening. I ask the question again because you've never been able to answer okay. it. Can I answer it, Cal? I would pass a law immediately making the the ownership of any assault weapon in America, any semi-automatic gun in America, illegal. Hunters use rifles. It wouldn't affect them. And then mandating okay. a gun and safety training for handgun owners. So people can I'm protect their property. They can protect their houses. You can bring in a law tomorrow that would ban anybody from okay. buying or owning an assault weapon. I'm for that. But how, what if, okay. since these guns are still available out there, even on the black market, how do you prevent someone intent on breaking the law from acquiring one? Well, maybe another suggestion, just to finish, is, is uh, to ban the manufacture and sale of bullets. Yeah, because you know what? They'll use up their bullets when they're out shooting on the range or whatever and stuff. And if they can't get to the bullets afterwards, what good is your gun to you? Well, that's not going to happen, but it's no. a nice idea to contemplate anyway. Marion McKeown, Cal Thomas, thank you very much. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Hi, I'm Joanne Bregan. I was a nurse but wanted to go into teaching, so I did the postgraduate diploma in education practice at NCI. The course was excellent, and everything I learned there, I definitely use now in my teaching career. When I see myself now, I see living proof that NCI really helped me find my path. On Wednesday, June 8th from 5 to 7 p.m., join us for NCI's on-campus open evening and learn about our full and part-time courses in business, computing, psychology, and education. To register, visit ncirl.ie.